Welcome to episode 26 of the PTSD Academy podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dan. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about anxiety reduction. I built a whole online class. I'm going to give away the gold here. I'm going to use wearing a mask for coronavirus, whether it's the anxiety of the mask on your face, difficulty breathing, or it falls off, or you have panic attacks wearing it, or you just think it's stupid, or you don't think it's enough. Whatever your opinion is on the scandal and the virus and the bio-warfare and misinformation campaigns that's going on in the world today, if if it's bothering you at all, then you'll like this class because the uh, pandemic has forced people to consider PTSD as a valid thing, even if before they were skeptics. So come one, come all. Uh, here at PTSD Academy, all six courses we're starting off our launch with have integrated material. So in the anxiety reduction course, it's all about the emotional component because it's a feeling of stress or tension in your body that you have. And I'm going to give you a, the most holistic approach you can find to reducing it from systematic desensitization and evidence-based psychotherapy for wearing a mask is taught as an example. But if the mask isn't the issue, maybe it's driving in a car after a car wreck or dealing with other triggers and things that bother you since a trauma happened. If you can identify its source, then you can do systematic desensitization. Okay, but that's only under the emotional domain. So we have mental, spiritual and physical as well. And so I'm going to go through each of these and see if by the end of this, you're interested in the anxiety reduction course, because you'll see it's truly a holistic way to do it. Under emotional, we discuss how to find safe places to express feelings. You know, most of the time people don't have someone safe to talk to. They don't like to talk about their feelings. The stereotype of the male is that they don't share their feelings. It's really not true. They just do it differently and a little bit sideways at times. You can go fishing with a buddy or motorcycle riding or something you might think is stereotypically um, a, a way that men would do something together without talking about their feelings. Uh, you know, for example, if you took a veteran fishing, you could do physical, mental, spiritual, emotional all at the same time. And when you're out there, one veteran could say to another, man, I had a bad night last night and nothing else would have to be said, you know, unless you wanted to. So a safe person's not going to throw it back in your face. They're not going to shame you or make fun of you. And they're not going to try to push you to talk about more than you are ready to. So we'll talk about that and give you some resources and guidance for expressing feelings so that you're connected. You don't have to, to talk on your fishing trip, but you have to make the connection or you already have a problem before you have anything you need to talk about. We will redefine panic differently here. It's a misinterpretation of body cues combined with overthinking, particularly about the future. So let's say you're wearing your mask. You don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Your boss says you have to or there's sick people around you and you don't want to get sick, whatever the case, you might like it or think it's not enough. Regardless, if you have it on and you're unhappy about it, isn't it true that when people get into anxiety, they start thinking about the future like, oh my gosh, how long do I have to leave this on? And you quickly work yourself up into a tizzy by thinking about something that quite hasn't happened yet. So in this course, I'll give you practical techniques such as aromatherapy, and we're having different mask types on your person. So as soon as one gets uncomfortable, you swap it out to give you as much sense of control as you can. So that's borrowing on some of the physical domains too. 
In this anxiety reduction course that's on PTSDacademy.com, I spend more time there talking about essential oils and uh, aromatherapy and other homeotherapy remedies as well, just in general. And I'm not one of these hippies that push this stuff. Five uh, plus years ago, when I graduated from psychiatry training as chief resident and went into a hospital setting to start my own PTSD program, I did not know about essential oils. In fact, I was a published researcher on against uh, essential oils because I published a case report of how lavender induced psychosis in a young lady. And that that article is available there in the course, too. You can click on the link and look it up. First episode, Psychosis of Lavender. And uh, what I know now, since I've learned about homeopathy and the basics of essential oils, is that quite certainly they did not have doTERRA, Young Living, or Zelise, the three best essential oil companies on the planet. And if I had to choose, I'd say Zelise first and Young Living. Those two things. And Zelise does mostly hemp oil and CBD oil, because I'm a fan of research for medical marijuana for PTSD. That was not pushed or taught in my program. It was not taught to me in Western medicine that the endocannabinoid receptor system in our bodies has proteins and receptors that mimic and very look, look very similar to the THC and cannabidiol oil that's in marijuana and the hemp family of plants. The hemp family of plants is about 212 different species. Only two of them do we commonly use the term marijuana for. So there's a lot of neuroscience to learn when you figure out that in biology 101 class, whether you're in high school or in college like me, I was a undergraduate with honors with a bachelor in biology. And the, the very first day you learn what the definition of homeostasis is. Well, when I began to deep dive into this stress research and discovered that the endocannabinoid system and the protein anandamide and 2-AG that are in our system and CBD1 and CB2 receptors that are in our body, those receptors are similar to CBD, that they are responsible for the homeostatic balance of all neurochemical processes in our body. And I remember biochemistry from undergrad and from med school, and there was never one single regulator of all of the systems. They were very complex, similar systems. And um, let's just say it works opposite of alcohol. And I put a, a paper in there on what it does to the immune system, completely opposite of alcohol. So not all drugs are created equally. And if you like conspiracy theories, then you should look into the research on why um, hemp and marijuana were outlawed in 1937, when at that time, uh, 60 years uh, prior, they had been a top prescribing medicine, and three pharmaceutical companies had their own strain of marijuana that they sold medicinally in 1937 when it was outlawed, including Eli Lilly and Pfizer, who are still alive today. There is a lot of conspiracy and now that we've seen hemp oil become legalized, if you are following the news, you watch a lot of other companies step in and try to block the hemp oil from coming to the states. Folks, it is just as corrupt now as it was in 1937. The misinformation is out there. As a physician, I can tell you that the neuroscience behind it is exciting and we don't need bias and stereotypes. And if a doctor tells you, oh, we don't have enough research behind something, then you have to ask them and fire back with the question, well, who's doing the research? 
We're never going to get there, folks. We need a lot more funding for this kind of thing. But our system is set up for pharmaceuticals and the lobbyists and interest groups that bribe the politicians uh, are way too strong. And so you're seeing a cultural revolution as people recognize that medicinal marijuana is helped for in a variety of conditions. All I'm telling you is if you stress and organize them out with PTSD from war, violence, abuse, car wrecks, plagues, forest fires, if enough stuff happens to you, you know, the violence and protests in the street, the racism that's out there for every people group, including against whites. If you look at all of the, the social problems and realize that as Dr. Uh, what's his name? Vanderkolk, Bessel Vanderkolk, who wrote The Body Keeps the Score, when you realize that all of the traumas add up, you're going to discover, like I do in my PTSD practice, that some people just completely become unraveled. Their neurons break down and die and disconnect in the hippocampus in their brain that's responsible for stress and memory shrinks down to half its size. You can look up the images. And I put those images in this course to teach you that the endocannabinoid receptor system most likely has a very vital role in recovery, uh, though it is it's got its side effects. There's no deaths from it, like the medicines that I prescribe every day at work. But there are people that can pass out and become nauseous and vomit if they have too much edibles and this stuff. So you have to be educated. And in this area, under physical, uh, for, for this anxiety reduction course, I have more handouts in this case, in this course portion, than any other course in, in all of the PTSD Academy because I want you to be safe with it. So I have handouts on the benefits, handouts on a safety guide, et cetera. And I was very much interested because, uh, you know, if you want lavender to help reduce anxiety or what I what I put is a blend called forgiveness inside of my mask. So I use aromatherapy inside my mask. Uh, when you don't want to pay 35 or 40 bucks or, or more for a bottle of essential oil, uh, I also put a handout in there for you to get an idea of just how expensive it is to make one bottle. You have to have, in some cases, hundreds of plants leaves squeezed to create one bottle worth of oil. So there's a lot to learn. And if any of this sounds new or foreign to you, it should be a sad shame that over the millennia, the homeopathic remedies stopped being passed down from generation to generation. Because prior to a couple hundred years ago, uh, this was common knowledge, folks. All right. Common knowledge. And we have actually had an explosion of information since the information age. And now we have ma massive governments and organizations and lobby interest groups and corporations that have shaped and misguided our educational systems from the top to the bottom, including uh, medical education. Boom. There, drop the mic. But I'm not done. So far, I've only touched on emotional and physical. This is the most holistic place you'll find on PTSD, bar none. So let's talk about the mental and spiritual aspects, too, on anxiety reduction. Under mental, of course, you have to focus on a positive belief. The power of the science of that is strong. And wouldn't it be nice? But we're using the example in this case that you have PTSD and anxiety that's out of control. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to just tell you, oh, blow on your finger or, you know, say, oh, and your anxiety will go away. But I do have to mention the power of positive belief. And I go into the details of how to make it stick in this course. But the next step you won't hear everywhere, I call it accept and embrace the scandal. 
whatever thing you don't like out there, whether you think the virus, for example, is overblown or underdone, you know, people aren't taking it seriously enough, or people are overreacting and taking it too seriously in many cases. Um, <laughs> I could go on and on about how poorly executed things are, at least with respect to the military and the government. All right, but I won't do that here. I just want to tell you that um, there are as many pandemics that are called parallel pandemics and overreactions, underreactions, and panic attacks that are coming as a result of shutting down the healthcare system, overwhelming the mental healthcare system, and simultaneously shutting down businesses to crash people. On top of that, a real virus that is killing some people. Maybe in reality, not a whole lot more than the flu does every year because our data is completely contaminated. So whatever your viewpoint, folks, okay, my point is to accept and embrace the scandal. You're not going to get relief from your anxiety if you're still fighting against it. If the whole time you have your mask on at work, you're cussing under your breath about it then you can't stay on a positive belief. You have to embrace it and look for ways that all of this um, has a positive side to it. What are the benefits and the gifts? Just like at the end of other, other kind of trauma recovery and PTSD recovery work, you always do full circle to helping others so that you can receive the gift and create your own meaning. So that is integrated. All the courses at PTSD Academy are integrated with the knowledge of the other things. So if you're having to wear a mask or driving a car after a car wreck or something that triggers your anxiety symptoms and you need help and relief with it, then you have to accept a certain amount of things that in the world that you don't like so that you can set your mind positive and at least go a long way towards helping you keep it there when you take the course particularly. Uh, I, I recommend a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, you know, to cover to cover some of that material I don't have the time or place to go into here. Also under mental, we have self-care and don't procrastinate. Now, under the spiritual category, I really have three different things that can get you pretty much equal results. One is purpose, two is energy healing modalities, and three is faith and worldview. So you got to recognize that you are literally sending out a electromagnetic wave you know with your thoughts just your thoughts and intentions and I go over the documentaries here to prove that my first one that got me started on that research is called I am the shift is about to hit the fan and so I would take note of that the producer of that was the producer of all of Jim Carrey's movies the comedian and he got a head injury and then after a few months with all his wealth people stopped coming to visit him and he was having problems and so his father ran St. Jude Research Hospital, and he went and interviewed him, and he went out to the Heart Math Institute, I believe it's in Arizona, and they literally demonstrate the electromagnetic field that changes instantly when you change what you're thinking about. So we are connected to our environment in the universe, and you have to understand that if you have a mask on your face or you're scared of being in a car or an elevator or whatever is giving you a panic attack, that you don't want to contribute to that energy field in a way that's worse for you. So what I'm going to teach you in this course, if you do the anxiety reduction course, is to respect the power of your own thoughts so that you at least understand the basic biology and physics and quantum physics of what you're doing. 
when you say, oh, I'm going to have a bad night or, oh, I hate this mask. This sucks. Um, I'm not going to make it today or whatever. Or I can't believe I got to have this on when you kick around and mutter under your breath. And guess how I know that I've done it, folks. I have done it. So I'm not teaching down my nose to you. I'm sharing my life lessons with you because I had PTSD as a kid. And then the nightmares have come on strong since the pandemic. All right. So we've got the energy uh, that you're creating. And there are different energy healing modalities you might try or at least watch some documentaries. In Amazon Prime, if you have access to that, you can watch the Healing Field documentary. And I, I would recommend reading all the best-selling books from the authors that are interviewed in that documentary. I've started that track. And I've got them downloaded on my phone and such for the deployment so I can study it. And I'm going to make my own documentary here for PTSD Academy. If you're not into the energy, if you think that's all a bunch of hogwash and I just don't know what I'm talking about, um, then maybe you should read the book You Are the Placebo because there is an opposite to the placebo and it's called a nocebo. When you have a negative Nancy attitude, no, 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 that's not going to work. That's stupid. That's BS. Then... With the power of your intention, of course it's not going to work for you because you won't believe it. So I'm not trying to talk you out of your beliefs. I'm trying to teach you the power of your beliefs. That's all. And then you can choose whatever you want to do with that. But if energy healing modality is not it for you, then I also discuss the definite major purpose and have a worksheet for that. And the definite major purpose is, um, you know, basically harnessing the the creative visualization that psychotherapists discovered, it really comes from what they learned out of the dark ages and that what took us into the, you know, the revolution of uh, energy and, you know, the industrial revolution itself. So my, my favorite uh, self-help guru, more or less, uh, success philosopher is Napoleon Hill. And he studied under Andrew Carnegie, uh, the oil magnate, who introduced him to 500 of the world's most successful people at that time, starting in about 1908. And he spent 20 years putting that philosophy together of what all 500 of those people, like Thomas Edison, and he worked for several presidents, and Henry Ford, and different people. I think everybody but Rockefeller is, you know, Carnegie's uh, nemesis. But he, he systematized into a practical plan for anyone to become successful. It's for the layman. It's for the regular person. And there are 17 prin principles of success. And um, so it's called the science of success. If you want to look it up, there's 17 principles. And Napoleon Hill has about a $30 audiobook out there. At, at a previous uh, mentorship website that I grew before, I interviewed the, um, the what's, what was she? I think she was the CEO uh, of the foundation or whatever you know, for the Napoleon Hill Foundation at um, Purdue University Calumet at the time. And so I, I got actually quoted in one of the Napoleon Hill Foundation books from that work that I was doing at the time. So he's my favorite. I'm a fan. Um, unfortunately, I found their mastermind group to be much more like a Rolodex club, and I wasn't into that. Uh, but when you set your mind and intention to something and you're persistent, that's about two of the 17 success principles that he's got. It just goes a long way. And so you can overcome a lot of your problems in your life by understanding the power of your intention and listening to Napoleon Hill. When I got ran out of emergency medicine 
and I didn't know what I was going to do for a while. They burned me at that program and wouldn't let me get my medical license. So I spent about two and a half years unable to care for patients. And I'm a healer. You can tell. You can hear the passion in my voice. And I wasn't able to help people in that capacity that I'd already spent years working towards the goal of becoming a medical doctor. You know. And so when that happens, you realize that you need help. And I thought I was good with a positive attitude and was successful by worldly standards until then. And I discovered Napoleon Hill, and I must have listened to that audio program 20 times. So I have some of that, those quotations memorized from years ago. So definite major purpose, the worksheet I have, is no small little simple task. As you can tell with the PTSD Academy, all of this stuff is thought out and I think uh, divinely inspired over years to lead us here to this moment when the world needs so much help with the trauma that's going on. So I want to help you with that. And lastly, not to preach here, uh, though I am bold about my faith, I want to tell everyone that if you have a worldview that covers a faith that is inspiring and helpful to you and about love, you know, I put those on there because love wins, then I would encourage you to extend your faith practices. If you're struggling in the area of anxiety and you've done all these other things, let's say you're good with emotional, you know, your mental's positive, you stay on top of things, and physically you're in great health, and uh, that's not the problem. But you find that life is lacking some meaning, you know, then you should take your purpose, your energy healing modalities, or extend your faith practices. Maybe it's time to go to seminary or get a degree or read some books or find some inspirational YouTube videos or just cut out the, um, the secular music you're listening to with the negativity and the pain. Quit listening to country music for a while or at least make a playlist that has nothing but positive messages. That's what you need. To, to get you on a higher spiritual plane focused on what you need and what you love. So this has been an outline of the anxiety reduction course here at PTSD Academy, and I hope it will serve you well. Good luck.